Hello world, it's me again, baby. And I got love and listing star, Mr. Andrew. Yay! <laughs> Yes. Oh, thank you so much for being with me. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love you on the show. I'm telling you, honey, I wish love and listeners came on every day because I just can't, <laughs> I just can't get enough of it. Woo. Oh, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for watching. Number one, uh, the, the response from everybody has been all over the country. It's been just incredible. And uh, Love and Listings does come on every day in my life. <laughs> it really happens. <laughs> it really happens. My life is filled with a lot of love and a lot of listings. So it does. But yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy they were able to, uh, to capture what we do on the show. Um, capture people that look like me with my type of face dealing with these type of homes and and uh, it's the first time that's happened on national television so I'm thrilled I am thrilled too because it's like it's really like a breath of fresh air because it, you see like the glitz and the glamour with the celebrities and stuff like that but it, and that's fine but it's like with this particular show it's just like it's relatable Cause you have so right. many people either want to get into real estate or they're already in real estate, and it's just like, oh, like the the trials and tribulations you guys go through. It's like, oh, I just went through that yesterday. So it's just like, right, right. It's amazing. I don't know who came up with that idea, but it's amazing. I love it. It's, it's so funny when I first got my license. One of the reasons why I got my license is because I used to watch another real estate show, Million Dollar Listing. Right. And I was, I was like, man, I, you know, I think I could do that. <laughs> like, I really think I might be able to do that on a real, on a real big level. So I started doing these little shows on my Instagram. Okay. And they were just me like touring houses, and like I would do Monday Motivation and Tech Tuesday and What's Happening Wednesday and all these things. And before you know it, like. I got this phone call, and they were like, "Hey, we're doing a show. Like, do you want to? Do you want to be a part of it?" And I told them, "Absolutely not," because I thought it was like a joke, you know. Mm-hmm, you know like, mm-hmm. I want to be, uh, no, and so I, I hung up. And they called me back. And they were like, uh, "You, you might want to check us out, bro." Like, right. <laughs> we we won Emmys. You might want to take a look. So I took a quick look, and then I, I apologized. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Hey, you I never know. <laughs> Oh, man, that's dope. Andrew, that is so dope. Because I was just going to ask you, how did you get into real estate? Like, what was the process as far as getting your license? Like, was it like an intimidating thing? Or, you know. Well, here's the thing. So, I have a really, you know, my background is really rough. I came up really rough. I came up, you know, a military kid. And I was in the foster care system. And I've been homeless a couple times in my life. And the thing is, like, I've always just. I've always known that I, I was able to do kind of whatever I needed to do. Whatever I wanted to do, I knew I could do it. So I pulled myself out of those situations, you know, time and time again. So getting a license was not daunting. It wasn't it wasn't very scary. But knowing what I wanted to do took, it was a process. Because I've done a lot. I've done, I've had every career you could have imagined. I, I went to school for theater. So I was an actor for a while. I, I played professional poker for a while. Okay. I, I've been in the I've been in the business world a little bit, so literally like sales is always I'm, I'm always selling because I think I'm always selling myself. You know, That's like I don't have a college degree. You know, I don't have a traditional background. So in order to get into places, I got to sell myself, and 
Oh my goodness, come on with it. Right, right. And uh, she asked me what I did, and I told her, like, hey, you know, I'm a professional poker player. And I said it with such pride. I was like, yeah, I play poker for a living. Like, I'm out here in the casino every day. And she was like, yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Cool. I was telling her, her all this money I was winning and losing. And she was like, could you just do one other thing? And I was like, well... I had been looking at real estate. She was like, yes, yes, do that. And, oh. uh, and so I did it. And, you know, you know, six months after I got my real estate license, I, I proposed to that woman. Oh, <laughs> you know. Oh my God! You, go. you know I'm a hopeless romantic, so I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know anybody who can who can foresee the future like she did, man. She got to She got to stay around. Oh know? my goodness! Cause she's your best friend, right? Well, she's everything, man. Oh. She's absolutely everything. Like uh, she's actually out of town right now. She went to um, a friend's birthday party. They went to Mexico. To okay. I am. I am struggling. You understand me? I understand. I know the feeling of that because you feel like they tell you, okay, I'm going out of town, whatever. And then you be like, okay, good. I had a house to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, then, the, and then the house get quiet. And because they bring life, they bring life into the house. So it's like right, when they gone, right. you like, dang, I'm lost. What well, do I do? Is, this is real. And this is real. Like, I can have um, a a terrible day and I can be sitting on the couch and I'll be stewing and I'll be sitting in my bunk or whatever the case may be and she'll walk through the door and immediately I feel better like 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 it's like the moment I see her face it's like whatever I was bothered with before just boom it's gone and so going going five days without that it's like oh my god five days I'm like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? What's happening right now? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you good, you good. No, you good, you good. What's happening right now? I was like, did you know that you had a, uh, you know, a uh, man who loves you back here? And I, I know. She out there oh, living man. her best life. Woman, you better come home yeah. to this man. <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourself. And now I got to be off the board. I'm like, no, baby, have fun. You the know, but deep down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be at the airport at 6:30. I know that feeling. Ooh, I know that <laughs> feeling, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, because it's, it's real. It's it's real out here in these streets. Because my husband travels and I work late hours, and it's just when he has uh-huh. to travel in every like second when he's gone, or every day that he's gone, I'm just I'm on the calendar, just like okay. He'll be back in another couple yeah. of days, you know? <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my big thing this time when she left was, like, making sure I did things. So I've been very active. I did, like, a little pool party, and then I went to okay. go see my boy perform. Because, you know, I used, I used to do spoken word for, for as a full-time job. So okay. I went to a show out there, and, like, you know, so trying to stay busy. Because usually I would just, like, line up the movies on, on the big screen, mm-hmm. and I would just sit in the house and eat cereal because I'm, I'm just no good. I'm 
supposed to eat for what dinner? I like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know how to feed myself. I know. Really? I know. Grown, grown ass man, and I can't feed it's myself. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, Andrew. I know how you feel. Like I thought I was the only one. I was like, yo, I am so uh-huh. dependent on him. I am so scared. But it's just you be you so know, used you to. Forget. Yeah. <laughs> You, think, you really just be so used to having them around. So when they're not around, like you want them to enjoy themselves or you want them to get that money. But at the same time, you'd be like, all right, now you're looking at your watch. Like exactly. <laughs> and the thing, it, it speaks up on you so fast. Like one minute, like I'm independent. I'm living on my own. I'm staying through life. But the next minute, I've been with you four or five years. And I'm like, oh, like I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> <laughs> When did I get? When did I become? Like, how did I survive before I met you? Like, I don't. <laughs> I know. I don't remember. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm ashamed. I'm really ashamed. But that's so dope, though, Andrew. That's super dope. And when when are you and um when are your lady love Jalissa, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. When are you and Jalissa? Y'all yep. gonna get um? Do y'all guys have a date or y'all just like y'all just kind of like taking going with the flow or y'all kind of want to keep that we, secret? We have. A- Jay, you gotta keep watching the show. Okay, okay, okay. I kind of felt like that was a show question. So, yeah, okay, I will. Jay, you gotta keep watching the show. Okay. I tell you, I put it to you like this. Okay. She ain't going nowhere. That, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I put it to you like this. Everything, everything locked up, sealed tight. We're good over here. But good. Yeah, you gotta keep watching the show. I think, I, I imagine by the end of the season, you'll have an answer. Good, 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 good. So, me yeah, and the fans. Yeah. We gonna have an answer, yeah. and I'm glad to hear yeah. that you and Jalissa, y'all tight, y'all good, y'all solid. Cause I love y'all yeah. love. Like when you made that um, you made that speech at the beach. Yeah. I was like that, yeah. and when um, that and when um, you and Jalissa, y'all was at the the y'all was eating, y'all was on a date. Yeah. And yeah. when you kind of just expressed like what she means to you and what she has done yeah. for you in your life, I was like, yo, that's dope. That is the best thing that ever happened to me because I I found a way to pretty much like moving moving fast and no real connection to anything or you know so I was never in the mindset of like oh I need to nurture and take care of this thing so that I can grow and blossom and when she planted herself like in my life I was like okay I'm gonna try this it was an experiment like in my head I was like I'm gonna be the man that I think I can be and I'm gonna see what happens and it was literally the best decision I ever made that is oh Andrew that's what's up that's what's up. I just love. I just. I love. I'm a hopeless romantic, so I just love love. I just love when people are in love. Oh. Mm. That's it, man. That's that a word it. right there. Oh, I love it. She even got me taking care of a dog. I'm not a dog person. I don't even. I don't like dogs either. Me, listen, I'm not a big fan, but she. Had, it came with the package, man. Aww. But when she moved in, the dog moved in, and I was like, I guess you can stay. I guess you can stay. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose you can stay. And what she and so what is her career, uh, Andrew? Because I saw one on one episode, uh, she came in with like a, some scrubs and a um. Yeah. 
and I was just kind of yeah. kind of being nose. I kind of just wanted to know like what what's her what's her situation? How what's her like how she make her money? Like I was just wondering. Yeah, she has a she has a master's degree in nursing with a specialty in informatics. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, go you girl. Know, smart and beautiful. You know, yeah, that's what I love it. Beauty and brains. Got there. She did the technical side of improving healthcare, so okay. all the computer systems and all and everything. So she she was a nurse for a lot a lot of years, and then she decided to go back to get her masters and then get on the tech side. But she, you know, she's killing it, man. Oh man, she's everything, man. She's a she's a twenty. Like that's amazing. No, Beauty and brains. I'm aware. That's why. That's why when all the all the ruckus goes around, I just be smiling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear it. But that's good yeah, though. Yeah, invited to the wedding but congratulations (laughs) (laughs) congratulations to you guys i love y'all love on the show it's a very good um it's a very good representation that's what word i was looking for that's a good representation of good love and what it looks like in that peace because a lot of times um we are brought up or we are taught society teaches us that we have to be in toxic relationships and that's love right. and it's like that's not love that's dysfunction so that's the function that you that you got used to exactly and now you've normalized and what and i'll just drop this nugget for anybody who's listening peace is not what you don't find peace when things are peaceful like i used to say this all the time like i can have a good sunday with anybody like you find me any woman in the world who's interested and open to, to dating, and I can go out on a Sunday. We can have a good day, take the brunch, we can go see a movie, walk the beach, maybe have some drinks, whatever the case may be. And you can think like, oh my goodness, this might be the person for me. Right. But that's not the definition of peace. The definition of peace is when the shit is in turmoil, mm-hmm. when the shit is going crazy all around you, can you still find that center? And you still be peaceful then and I think when you find a person to do that with that's when you found that's when you found peace that part that part right mm-hmm. there that was well said <laughs> <laughs> that was well that's said right. and that's coming from a man ladies <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it that's how I knew Yes, that's good. That's a that's a word right there. That that peace is everything. And I'm glad that she grants you that peace. I really, I yeah. just, lo- I love it. I really do. And congratulations to you guys again, um, on your engagement as well as your wedding date and your wedding. Oh my God, just, oh, I can talk about this. I, I can talk about this topic all day. <laughs> I'll make sure. I'll make sure the pictures hit uh hit the social media. Exactly. Yes, yes, that will yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> so I anybody, <laughs> so anybody, Andrew, who wants to get into real estate or uh, is, uh, well, let me see. Okay, so anybody who wants to get into real estate, they thought about it, sure. said, hmm, I want to get into real estate. What would be the process as far as them getting that license, getting employment? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you go about it? And what would be some uh, good advice that you can give people as far as like getting into their real estate career? 
sure. Um, so I did mine online. Um, it, there's a bunch of different courses that you can find online. Um, you know, as soon as they cut me a check, I'll tell you exactly what school I went to. But right. <laughs> I, I, found, I found it on, and online works for me better. Like, you can do it at your local community college or college. Um, but I, you know, I like to do it on my own time. Like I said, I was playing poker, so sometimes I'd be up at 3 a.m. and I wanted to, you know, do some studying or take a test or whatever the case may be. So doing it online works for me. Now, you have to take three courses. Um, they're pretty hard. They're, they're um, the, you know, real estate principles course, the real estate uh, ethics course, I believe. And then you get to choose your third one. I think it's, you can choose between the law, uh, real estate law, or um, there's a few other ones. And once you pass all three of these, then you can sign up to take your state exam. Okay. Now, to pass these courses, you have to pass a series of smaller tests, and you have to pass the 70 or better, then the state test for every course. So it's a lot of testing. It's a lot of studying. Um, it's not easy. People are like, oh, like, I'm just going to, instead of going to school, I'm going to get my real estate license. No, real estate license, that, that's a school. Like, you're going to school. Right. Um, and then, yeah, and so I did that. I passed, um, and then you pretty much are able to shop brokerages. You can pretty much find a brokerage that fits your need because they're not one size fits all. Some are large, some are small, some are, you know, have 8,000 agents, some have one agent, you know? So you just figure out what it is that you need, what area you want to work in, specialize in commercial or residential, and then you find the brokerage that matches that. And, uh, yeah, and then you gotta you gotta stay committed. I know so many people have gotten their license and have never sold a home. Oh wow! And people just don't. Yeah, people just don't offer you uh, homes to sell. Like, you know, I never knew that. Purchase. Yeah, this is the biggest purchase that a lot of people are ever gonna make. Right in their All whole right. entire life, or the biggest thing they're ever gonna sell in their whole entire life. And I guarantee you, everybody either knows a handful of real estate agents or one person removed from a real estate agent. So it's not like it's not like somebody looking for a real estate agent. They're like, oh my god, I just can't find one. It's so easy to find a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So, so to find a client who not only needs you, because how often are they actually buying a house, right? So to find a client who's actually in the market and then wants to deal with you is a very nuanced process. Like they have to trust you. They have to know that you're going to handle this well, and and you got to beat out a lot of other people. So it's not an easy profession, you know, but uh, it's rewarding. It is rewarding. Wow, that's dope. I'm glad you said that because I just, I don't know why, but I just automatically, on the outside looking in, I just automatically assume once you get your real estate license, then the, the clients just start coming. So how was your no, first year when you got your uh, real estate license? Was it? Well, yeah, there's 27,000, uh, there was, or last time I checked, it might be a bit more than that, maybe it's more like 30, 33,000 real, like, licensed real estate agents in Southern California. Okay. Alone. Right, so, so, plenty. There's plenty of people to choose from. My first year, uh, I got pretty fortunate because I used to, used to act, and I, of course, play poker, and these are, okay. there are a lot of high net, high net worth people in that, you know, in that realm. So once mm. I got it, I was able to do a couple of sales, but then it got really slow. Okay. I sold like two or three houses, and then I was like, oh shit. 
<laughs> what do you do now? Right. Right. And, right. and then I had, I had to figure out a way to drum up clientele. Like, I had to figure out a way to make myself the go-to person in celebrity real estate. Wow. And I decided very early on that I was not going to fail because I could not find clients. That was a stupid fucking reason. It's a stupid <laughs> reason to not be successful because you can't find people to do a thing that people are doing every day. Right, like, no, right. No, 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 that's not gonna happen. So I figured it out. I did some wild shit to get to get clients. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said some wild, wild things. Um, some things I can't even say. Either. Right, right. But, but I had, like, you know, I used to drive for a car, uh, a rideshare service. And it wasn't okay. only because the money was okay, but it was because I was meeting people all day long who had jobs and had places to go. So I would get up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. I would get in my car. I would drive for this rideshare company. And every time a customer got into my car, I was talking about real estate. I was finding a way to interject real estate into the conversation. And I did eight deals in 10 months. Wow. Out of that car. Okay. You know, so I, I'd have done anything. I'd have made a sign from Tinko's and stood on the corner and wearing the sign and saying, hey, I'll tell you how. I was going to do whatever it took. Oh, that's that bullshit sure. mentality. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to fail. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no backup plan for me. There's no parent that I could move back mm-hmm. into. How, you know, there's no, there's no little trust fund or little money on the side. There's nothing. If I'm not making money, I'm not eating. See, that's so no, it. Yeah. There's no not making money over here. There's no, you know, and everybody's story is different. You know, you got, for example, Zach, he played in the NFL. He still has hustle, right? You have to have hustle to play in the league. Right. But he also had a little, a little cash, you know, mm-hmm. on his playing days. Right. Right, I right. I that. I that, though. See, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, see, right there, that's just, and that, I'm just so glad that you kept it real and trill and letting people know like hey this is not easy like this is not for the faint of heart so i'm just glad that no. you ain't oh you can make so much money which you can no. but you're letting no. them know the process you know yeah. this is you letting people know the pros you letting people know the cons and that's a good thing right. so people won't come in and you know i don't know how much <clears throat> excuse me i don't know how much money you have to spend as far as licenses and everything else uh-huh. And then they might say, okay, well, I, I, get, I get my license and I'm going to make this money quick. And then you like, hey, it can happen that mm-hmm. way. But then, you know. And there's so many chances for the money not to go well. First of all, you're probably going to spend like, depending on where you are in the country, you probably going to spend between 2500 to like four grand to get, your, to get your license, to get signed up and everything like that. So it's about $5,000. Then you got to count on the time that you're not going to get any work. Then you have to count on the time where people, um, once you get a client, the client's not going to work. Some people have lofty dreams and they want to buy a house, but they're not ready. The money's not right. So mm-hmm. they're like, hey, I want to buy a house. You spend time finding a house. It falls out of escrow. Sometimes you get a listing. You, you're in the process of selling the listing. And then a person changes their mind. Their son moves back home from college. Their daughter moves back home from college. like, you know, we're going to keep the house. You lost wow. 60 grand, you lost 100 grand. And you worked on this for six months. Now your $100,000 is gone. Like, this oh. is, and it's just at the whim of a person. Like, the contract that you signed doesn't mean anything. You know, like Taylor said earlier, she was right. If the check, she was right. If the check is the bank, it's good. 
But if you put an escrow don't mean nothing. Somebody shaking your hand don't mean nothing. It means absolutely nothing until it's finished. And that shit is real. Ooh, you understand know me? That's real. Real. That's real as it gets. Well, I have a, I have a, I have a, a listing right now. As you saw it on the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's a winery. Yeah. It's a $12, $12 million listing. I haven't sold it yet. That listing, if I get that commission, it will be $600,000. I'm Ooh. just being real with you. That's tough. Okay? That's tough. But I got to sell it. Okay. You understand what I mean? Like, mm. you got to find somebody with $12 million who wants a winery. That's not easy. That's not so easy. So, you get, you get excited. You're like, oh, I did all the work. I got the listing. Yeah, I'm in there. No, no. You got a piece of paper. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Andrew, how did you um? How did you get into luxury uh, real estate? Well, that's all there is on LA. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, like they have there's there's small uh, homes here in LA, but if you're gonna be in Los Angeles, you might like what the, the benefit of selling houses here is that the median house price here is a million dollars. Yeah. So, like that's the average. So you might. I mean, I still do. I I've sold houses for three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollars. I still do, but. If there's a $20 million house around the corner, like, I want to sell that one. Exactly. You're going to you get more money. Mean? Like, I want to, yeah, I want to sell a $5 million house. So, it's, it's just the access. It really is that. That's all it is. I have a friend who sells real estate in Houston. And, like, his biggest sale was, you know, I think it was $300,000, which is great for him. But that's, like, the most expensive house out in Houston. In the area. Mm-hmm. In Houston, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, that's the cheapest house. In, in LA, in a watch, you know what I mean. In, in here, and and so that's that's just real. That's, that's just real. It. That's just real as true as it gets. That's, that's it. That's good. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad that you got. And I, I I really really am praying you guys get a season two because this right here, it, this this show, you know, and everybody mm-hmm. on it is so relatable. Mm-hmm. It's like I can just, yeah. oh, I love giving me a snack. I done got my husband on it. <laughs> he watching with me. He be like, yeah, he be like, what yeah. that show? He be like, what that? What that show? Come on on Monday nights. I'm like, come on that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah, I mean, that's what we wanted to do, man. We didn't want to come on and be like some like fake and 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 bougie and be like, oh, we're all the shit. We all made it. Mm-hmm. We're all super rich. Nah, some of us are struggling, man. Some of us, you know. It, it, it's just real life. It's real. It's real life things you really got to deal with. And, uh, you know, I think that's why people relate. Yes. And the fact that what I love most about it is that it it really do, like, show people of color in a most mm-hmm. positive light. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. You All you guys are into your careers, you know. Right. And it's and you guys are flourishing and yes you guys have trials and tribulations but it's not like the stereotypical of how they present us you know and I just I am just so thankful and grateful of that like you know you guys have your your own homes you have your your uh, your personal life is flourishing it's like you go to an office and you guys have your licenses and you guys had to study to get your license and it was just. That right there is just so inspiring for people like myself who, and then you got, and then you, you have dibble and dabble in every career. 
So, I mean, oh, yeah. you're, you're an actor. You're um, a professional oh, poker yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've literally done everything, yeah. That's dope, yeah, though. That's, you, that's, that's dope. Just, you know what? It's, it's literally just a part of the hustle. Like what I said earlier about there not being... Um, you know, there's no there's no safety net for me. My life has kind of always been a constant, constant flux of, okay, while this is working, I'll do it. But as soon as it stops working, I need to go find something else to do because when the money runs out, you know, that's why when I say I've been homeless a few times, I need a few times. Because a few times, like, that shit just didn't work. I know, I know. <laughs> and so it was like, and it was like, all right, shit, I'm in the car. Like, I guess I'm in the car until I figure it out. And I want to figure it out quick. So what can I do next? Like you need you need me to you know sell you or whatever like I'll sell it you, I can play poker but I'll play poker you need to act in your movie I can do that like literally whatever I can do to pay this rent I can do and then you end up getting really good at a lot of different things you know it's just that is so good oh my goodness that, I'm just necessity man I just love I just love your mentality like the whole <clears throat> excuse me the whole hustle mentality I, I just absolutely love that and and you i'm telling you you as well as your cast they you guys are inspiring millions like you mm. well, every monday night you inspiring mm. so many people people who probably took the test um or taking a test to get to whatever um preferred career field that they're trying to get into and they might have failed the test and then they see you guys yeah. and say well, okay you know what let me go let me crack this book back open and go back into studying yeah. i want i was gonna give it up but i see how guys you how you what, got you know what i really think it does it does too is i think a lot of people they just like pigeonhole themselves i even did it when i first got into real estate i was like man i'm pretty sure all the people who are selling you know five ten million dollar houses they're all white, they're all men, you know what I mean? And, and I just, I made that assumption, and then I made the decision that I was going to be the one to change that, and then I found brothers and sisters who were also in the same business doing the same thing. And when I first, you should have seen it, man, when I first saw everybody on the cast, and when I first ran into this group, I was like, wow, like, this is crazy. Wow. Like, it's crazy that y'all look like me, like, we yes. had a moment. Before all the drama, before everything, we mm-hmm. were like we had a moment where we were like, "This is fucking dope." That's and like, dope. Look at us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that is dope. That's what I love about it is the diversity in the, in different walks of life. That's what I love most about the show. It's just I see somebody that looks like me. I see somebody that's hustling and has a strong work ethic like myself. You know. Right. And it right. says that's dope. That is, oh my goodness. Representation matters. That's probably like my favorite thing. I say it all the time. Representation matters, man. It matters. You see, you see a little girl, um, you know, looking at their TV screen and she's looking at Serena Williams. Like that representation, that matters. Like it matters to see somebody with hair like yours, Mm -hmm. eyes like yours, a wide nose like yours. You know, like that matters. And so it's the fact that. You know, I mean, the fact that VH1, you know, put us on the air and and uh, saw fit to air the show and, and Dr. Holly Carter, such an important part of getting the show on the air. Like, these people, people are amazing. Like, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And how long did it take for the process to get everything um, running and going, like, as far as pitching the show to VH1? <laughs> and- can you yeah, talk about that or no? Um, yeah, no, I can talk. I can talk a little bit about it. Okay, network, okay, cool. Network, yeah, yeah. Network television is very weird. Um, it is a lot. 
different channels you have to go through. So the beginning of the process was very fast. Um, I was in the second round of, of casting, because I guess they had a cast, and that cast didn't work out, and they wanted other people for whatever reason. So I was in the second round of casting. So a few of the folks were there during the first orbit, so it's been even longer for that. But I come on the second round, and then so we shot a pilot um, in around April, and we were picked up for network by June. Okay. And started, and started shooting in like October, so not very long, but then the oh, shooting wow. process took a long time just because there were some changes uh, in the production side and at the network side, there were a few changes and uh, all that stuff kind of resets your clock. Okay. Right? Anytime new people come in and they, they, then they look at the whole Slater show, they decide what they decide what goes, and they also decide whether they want to do any changes to the edits or you know, storylines or anything like that. So every time that happens, it kind of pushes you a bit. So we've been at it for a little while. Okay. But okay. it's about staying patient, you know what I mean? And now we're, now we're getting the ultimate payoff. That's good. And then it's like, and then, Andrew, how do you feel about doing reality TV? Uh, like I told you, I told him no. Oh, yeah, you did? <laughs> I, told, I told him no. I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, y'all tripping. I refuse. And then I talked to... Um, um, so if you know Million Dollar Listing, uh, you know Ryan Serhan. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Serhan is, he works for the same company that I work for. Okay. And so he was, he was among one of the people, um, among many, who was like, do the show. Like, whatever happens on the show is fine. It's about, it's about, uh, it's about exposure, which is, it's watch why you drive down the road and you see real estate agents with like billboards on bus benches and on the side of the road because you want as many people to see and know what you do as possible mm-hmm. so it doesn't get any bigger than millions of people every week it don't <laughs> get no bigger than that billboard. it doesn't get any bigger than that and then whatever you want to do you know a lot of people are going to end up staying in real estate and some people are going to end up branching off and doing something else but whatever you want to do this is the platform platform for it and I try to make all my decisions in uh, 10 year with 10 year glasses on okay right mm-hmm. so my all my decisions are like forget how it feels to me now how will I think about this decision 10 years from now will I be like oh snap I should have done it or will I be like oh snap I shouldn't have done it mm-hmm. and I thought about it and I was like no matter how I feel right now no matter how irritated I might get or frustrated with the process in 10 years this will be an amazing decision yes dope and it's just like you guys made history too because we never had a show like this ever right right history and then there's so many other things I want to do I want to be an inspiration of foster care youth I want to be an inspiration to formerly homeless people and formerly incarcerated people because I've been all those things and it's like man here's an opportunity for me to maybe write a book or maybe go and speak to some kids or speak to some adults or whatever case may be and so it's not even just about oh I'm going to sell a ton of real estate it's about I can do more of what I think my purpose is yes with this platform, right? Yes, yes. I claim that for you. Like, this, the sky is Thank just the you. limit. The sky is the Thank limit you. with Thank that. You. Thank you. When you was at I'll your... I'll take all of Steve Harvey's job, please. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Go every time. 
got it, brother. You got it. You, you got work. it. Pass, yeah. pass the throne. Yeah. Pass it on, baby. <laughs> and, then, and then, too, when you was at your lowest point, like, what did you, in your life, when you was at your lowest point, or I will say your valley point in your life, yeah. Like, what did you reach out to? Like, for me, when I was also homeless as well, I, I reached out to my spiritual faith. I reached out to God and um, mm-hmm. just wanted to know what was my purpose. And so I just, yeah. how did you how did you get through that mentally as well as physically? Like, how did you get through the homelessness, being incarcerated, being in foster care? Yeah. Like, how did you get through those situations? For anybody that yeah, might be listening. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rest, shift and move, right? Like, mm-hmm. rest, like, you need to rest because you need to be, it's emotional. Like, when you hit that bottom, like, your emotions are spinning. So you need to take a moment and you need to figure out, you need to rest. You need to, like, not think about anything. You need to not try to plan anything. So I take whatever, two hours, a day, two days, whatever, to kind of sit in whatever feeling I'm feeling. I don't try to brush those feelings away because that, that's dangerous, right? So right. I sit in that. And then I shift. Something about what I was doing wasn't working. Okay. Now, it could be that I just need to apply more pressure in the same area, or it could be that I need to do something completely different. Um, but I, I, that, and then I shift, right? And mm-hmm. then I move. And then I cannot sit here any longer. Like, this is not a permanent dwelling space because, like, being stagnant, in my mind, always just led to death. And I don't really, I don't mean a physical death, like you're dying, but I mean, like, you will lose your motivation yes. and the time the fucked up thing about time like the worst thing about time is that it keeps going it does is not it, care yeah that's it true it does not care about you and what you're going through it's not gonna wait for you to get your shit together it's right. just gonna keep on ticking so rest shift and move and for me the best way I can explain it and I again I feel like this sounds so cliche maybe I have to figure out a different way to say it but not being successful was not an option. No, that's not cliche. I, I told my, I told my, I told my lady. I was like, and because she experienced some failures of mine, like she's watched me almost have a thing and lose it, and almost do a thing and lose it because this, you know, this is not the being successful was not always my my mo. Like I, I, I failed a ton, right, and. She's like, well, maybe you should just try. And I was like, I will, I'd rather be 80 years old on my deathbed, 90 years old on my deathbed, and having never made it, and having said I tried the entire time, than to quit and just say, you know, well, fuck it, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Failure is it's just not, it's just not an option in my brain. I cannot, you know. For real. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I don't think of, like, losing a job or losing a client or losing a listing or whatever. That's not, I don't think of that as failing. When I say failing, I mean, I mean giving up. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean giving up. That I used part. to read these things. I used to read these articles. I would seek them out and find them. Um, and they would all be about people who switch careers later in life. Like, Zero Wayne, the lady who creates dresses, mm-hmm. uh, wedding dresses. Like, mm-hmm. she was a school teacher since so she was 42. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, Christy Alley, like, the, the actress. She didn't get on Cheers since so she was, like, 37, 38. You know, so I, I, I would look at these things and when you think that you're, like, you're late or, like, you haven't gotten to where you're supposed to be, I'd be like, 
But damn, these people just did not give up. That's dope. They didn't give up. That's inspiring, too. Yeah, man. I'll tell you one more thing because I know I talk a lot. I'm no, sorry. you're good. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I, I remember I was sitting, um, I was sitting outside a restaurant and I just happened to be at the same restaurant as Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. And, and I was looking at Tom Hanks, but you know, like, I'm super mindful about not wanting to intrude on celebrities' space when they're out not working. Mm-hmm. But if you're working, I'm going to run up on and be like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? But if you're not working, you're with your family, you're trying to eat, I, I try to, like, chill, stay back. But he saw me looking and kind of waved me over. He was like, it's all good. I went over there. I was like, hey, man, like, super big fan. It's probably one of my favorite actors. Uh, super big fan. Uh, one piece of advice, and I'll leave you alone. He said, I'll tell you a story. I was like, oh, shit. I got Tom Hanks. <laughs> telling you a story. <laughs> he was like, he goes, uh, he goes, when I moved to L.A., uh, of course, I told him I was an actor. He said, when I moved to L.A., I moved with a group of guys who were also actors. We all kind of lived together, studied together. And I was the least talented actor of the group. Least talented. He said, the only thing I did that's different from everybody else is I stayed. Mm. Everybody else quit, hit a hard patch, went home, decided they couldn't do it, mm-hmm. got fed up. All I did was stay and took every single job I could. I might have stayed. He's like, that's the only difference between me and them. And that shit hit like a ton of bricks that just hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> <laughs> and so i've never let that go and um yeah man shout out to Tom Hanks for that one man that's a word right there that right there that's mm-hmm. everything would you ever mm-hmm. get would you ever uh get back into acting like what you uh absolutely i'm, I'm waiting on the phone call now that's uh, so what's up listen. y'all gotta call andrew listen <laughs> i would i i love i love this age that we're in um because this is the age of not having to do one thing. Yes. Right. I remember growing up in a time when, like, if you were a business person, that's all you could do. Or if mm-hmm. you were an actor, you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't be a singer. If you were a singer, you couldn't be a rapper. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, yep. we're, in this, we're in this Donald Glover age, you know, this Childish Gambino age, where you could have four careers. He raps, acts, directs, writes, yep. produces. And it's like, oh, like, I'm a multifaceted black man. Like, I can do all of these things. So I can be in real estate and be really dope on camera, and I can host a talk show or a game show yes. and have a business. And be, so, yeah, I'm down. Everything that I'm good at, I want to do. That's so, what's up. I want to act. I want I want a morning show. <laughs> yeah, I, cool I, I can see show. that. I can for sure see Bye. that. <laughs> Michael Strahan move out the way, man. Yeah, it's time, it's time, Michael. Get going you know? now, just rest. Go and you got you. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to get in there. So, like, literally, literally, I'm down. Uh, Black Panther 2 hit me up. Uh, That's what's up. You know, I'm down, I'm down for all the things, yeah. Yes, yes. I can see you in there, too. I can see you in Black. Yes, <laughs> I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> Yeah, all, all my family friends. All things, all things. I, I think, yeah, I, I really, I really believe that because it made me nervous at first, and I was like, man, I mean, I'm gonna be on TV as a real estate agent. Will it look crazy if I'm like hosting or doing comedy or acting? No. I'm like, nah, man, I'm, 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 I'm good at all these things. So, yeah, so why good. not do them? Why not, man? You only got one life. You might as well just That's live it. it. You just live it, live it for fully, and then live it with purpose. Like, yeah, that's it. don't, yeah, that's it. like no. you say, don't box yourself in. Just 
Do everything no. that you talented in. That's that. Ugh. Yeah. So, so as soon as I get the phone call, man, I'm there. Oh, well, as soon as you get the phone call, you let me know. You let no, me I know. Will. I'm gonna do free promo. Sure. <laughs> y'all call Andrew. Yeah. Andrew got yeah. y'all. She he got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Andrew, ah, thank you so, 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 so much for just calling in and just, uh, this, this right here, this is everything, dropping the gems, I appreciate this so, so much. Of course, of course, uh, I appreciate you having me, down to do it anytime, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate you, man. All right, all right, oh my gosh, thank you so much, and thank you guys for listening, and...